I'm ready. Okay. Ready? Uh, as I'll ever be. Get your little looking up your trans transdurgence consurgence. Oh, yeah, apparently they they do. All three. What are the other two called? Divergence. Pretty sure Divergent, con- insurgent, con- and allegiant. Ah, allegiant kind of breaks the mold. You got your urgent. You can do like convergent. Yeah, come on, get together. Divergent. Uh, insurgent and then convergent like you have divergent uh, uh, yeah. a line you could just do urgent because of the very relevant message that it's promoting or purgent as in or purge it from our memory or uh detergent <laughs> 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 it's just a movie about clothes probably be better <laughs> Welcome to Justice Losers, the podcast where we talk about pop culture media. I need to slow this down, namely movies, TVs, and comics. I'm your host, Preston, joined as always by my delightful co-host, Bad Matt. That was Bad Matt. Yep. I know. It always is, but... You got a little hair, like, loose on your neck, and it's driving me fucking... No, it's like the back. Hang on, I'm gonna get it. Ah! Oh, God. I think that was a neck hair. Someone someone missed a hair. (laughs) It's a long hair. Uh, Yeah, that happens every now and then. Uh, Matt, what should people check out? Oh, oh, there goes the headphones. Oh, (laughs) nicely done. Well done. Uh, What did I not say last time? I think I said check out our Twitter last time. Send us an email. JusticeLosersPod at gmail.com. If you have uh, the perfect world-saving movie script to the best script of all time send it to us and we'll s- send it to hollywood and Fuck, even if credit. it's like even if it's like a short thing just be like hey preston you're dumb signed oh, matt okay not gonna, you matt i'm gonna do I that i was giving a, giving a brief shout out to matt and maya who listen to our podcast now because Thanks maya for loves podcasts. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> way to go preston promotion skills yes <laughs> uh what else do we, oh uh matt what have you been up to <laughs> wow this is gonna be a struggle already i can tell <laughs> um, well since it's actually been two weeks since our last thing i've actually watched a variety of stuff do tell sir all right well i saw three movies in theaters actually this week um i rewatched fallen kingdom and i stuck around for the post credit scene wait what yeah there's a post credit scene what? that i did not realize until what I saw it on the internet. What the fuck? Yep. Stop it. No, Marvel. Marvel's the only one that can do this because <laughs> no one else has taught us. T- it, it's, uh, what it's, is it? It's not particularly relevant. Um, spoilers if you care. It's like two shots of pteranodons flying around Vegas at night. Fuck. All right. Well, dinosaurs are out and about. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the other two, I saw Ant-Man 2, which we saw and reviewed. And no, it's not, it's Ant-Man and the Wasp. It's not Ant-Man 2. I'm doing a whole thing because I watched four different sequels. So I saw Jurassic okay. World 2, I saw Ant-Man 2, I saw Sicario 2 earlier this week. Or Scario, as people sometimes what? call it, to Josh Brolin's irritation. Really? Yeah, did not, he, so I did he, not see that. He was interviewed on... Uh, uh, Stephen Colbert, mm-hmm. and he was talking about how like people like call it the wrong thing. But it's, they'll say like Scario. It's the opposite and then, of Cheerio. Huh? It's the opposite of Cheerio. Scario. <laughs> it's Fruit Loops. Yep. They're Scarios. Um, but he he was like, yeah, I hate when people blah 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 blah. And then not like ten seconds later, he does it himself by accident. He's like, uh-huh. Sicario, I fucking did it myself. <laughs> 
Yeah. Uh, it's pretty good. Um, it's it does this kind of annoying thing where it's this really brutal, unflinching movie for like the first three quarters, where it's like not afraid to kill off innocent people in horrifying ways. Oh. And the violence is really sudden and feels kind of authentic. And then all of a sudden, like the climax of the movie, it starts pulling punches. Oh. Kind of seems like it's in service of trying to do another sequel, which is oh, okay. annoying. Yeah. But at the same time, there's two good movies in that, for whatever reason, is a franchise now. So, okay. Bring on the sequel, I guess. The threequel? Yeah. Cool. Um... So those are the the care trio. Hey, there it is. It actually wasn't even it's supposed a car. To be. It's a car trio. Sorry, yep. I fucking did it. Oh no! <laughs> it actually wasn't even supposed to be called Sicario too. Fun fact: it's supposed to just be called Soldado, which is the, the subtitle. Said that, yeah. Right. Uh, I was reading a, like an in-depth interview with the the writer, who is like the only superstar writer in Hollywood right now that people go to his movies. Just I just imagine like I was gonna ask what the tagline one. It's, it's like. Sicario 2, Del, what? What is it? Uh, Soldado. Soldado. And, like, the tag guy is like, because you knew there was a first one. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know there was a first one. Yeah. The first it, one was pretty popular. Was it really? Yeah. Well. It was Denis Villeneuve. When did that come out? 2015. Oh. Well, that probably explains it. That was yeah. amidst a whole bunch of movies coming out at once. It's true. And <laughs> it was. 2015 and 2016 were big years for movies. So it's 2017. We live in a good era for movies. I yeah. Think. I mean, it's m- mainly comic book movies, and it's just like, hey, look, everything's comics. I don't know. I mean, you look at the stuff that's gotten nominated for Oscars the past couple years, and there's a really strong lineup. A couple years ago, Hidden Figures was like the fifth or sixth best movie that year like, oh. to be nominated for Best Picture, and that was a really good movie. So. See, this is why you're the movie expert, right, and I'm exactly. the purely DC expert, <laughs> uh, and sometimes no very specific things about other random shit yep speaking of movies i also finally got around to watching terminator 3 which was the only terminator i'd never seen was it good not particularly i didn't think it would be kind of just they need to get to the eighth one already so they can be like term and eight or yes that's it that'll save the franchise save the franchise except it's uh it's always good after the fifth one which it wasn't was it wasn't gin wisis the fifth one yep it's fun it's a shame i think it's the third best which is not saying something because it's one, two, fifty feet of crap, <laughs> or two, one, depending on who you ask. Yeah, but yeah, fifty feet of crap. <laughs> I've never heard that one. It's great. Really? No. What from Moneyball? I haven't seen Moneyball. Yeah, that Matt, explains it. Again, ten years. <laughs> Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, and Harry Potter. <laughs> this I know. So, how's your quest to knock off those top thousand movies coming? I have not seen any of them. <laughs> Great start. Well, I'm I making am, you. I'm making you watch one. I'm making you watch Children okay. of Men this week. I'm, I've been working on Game of Thrones, so I've mm-hmm. been, so I've been focused. Okay. Um, Done any more damage on Game of Thrones? Uh, not really. Not particularly. Okay. I've had a very stressful and long week. Yeah. After I disappeared, you know, going out of town for last weekend, mm-hmm. I have been exhausted since then. Right. Doing a lot of stuff at work. Doing a lot of stuff on the house. I've been doing a lot of physical yep. stuff, and then I get home and I'm just like, you know what? I'm just gonna sleep. Yeah. <laughs> It seems reasonable. So that's basically what I've been up to. Do you have anything else you've been up to? Uh, I do, actually. Um, I finished Luke Cage Season 2. 
and it is really good. Is it really? Yeah. I've heard mediocre things about it. I've heard it's basically the Jessica Jessica Jones season two of mm, Luke Cage. Not in my opinion, no. Um, so this one's like, where would you put it on the total every season of? Uh, well, menu? okay. So there's like the Daredevil season one tier, yeah. which is just transcendent. It's just Daredevil season one. And then there's <laughs> the top tier, which is like Jessica Jones one, Punisher, uh, Daredevil two, and I think Luke Cage two is right in that tier. Okay. It's cool. really good. Cool. I it's, will definitely watch that then. Yeah. It's um, I'm, I'm interested to see what the other tiers like what you have them separated. Um I think then probably below that it's Jessica Jones 2 and Defenders and Luke Cage 1 and then 50 feet of crap and then 50 more feet of crap and then Ad Infinitum and then Iron Fist. I didn't think you even put Iron Fist on there. <laughs> I think you just, I thought you were just going to go like 50 feet of crap then 50 feet of crap then 50 feet of crap. And then, like, that one really bad episode of Punisher. I don't know if there was a bad episode of Punisher. That was just random. And then, like, it's just, not it's really. another thing, but then there's just not Iron Fist. <laughs> Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Agents <laughs> Which I haven't seen, so. Uh, okay, is that all you've been doing? I also finished Gilmore Girls, which I've been watching for, like, the past year. Oh, is it good? Yeah, it's pretty good. Is it funny? Yeah. Is it's, it dramatic? Kind of. Is it, is it a movie? Is it a movie? Is it a show that you get, like, really attached to the characters? Uh, yeah, kind of. Like, okay. the main, the titular Gilmore girls are very fleshed out. They're, it's it's kind of borderline hyper-reality, almost. Like, the the dialogue is just too witty, and some of the characters are just, like, a little over the top. Um, Sean Gunn's in it, and basically every episode he has a different job. And hmm. it's kind of just this repeated joke, which there's a fantastic payoff to, by the way. Okay. Um, but, yeah, it's... Uh, it, it's got a lot more, I guess, depth to it than sort of a sitcom, which, I mean, it's like an actual 45 minute show. Mm-hmm. Um, and those, the, like the main characters are really good, but it kind of has this annoying habit of it'll set something up. Say it'll put two characters together in a relationship and then it'll completely change how one of the characters is written in order to introduce some drama. Hmm. And so it's not perfect but it's it's really fun because it's like you just watch watch a five minute clip of the show and i just imagine you i don't know why but i imagine you with an extra long t-shirt and flannel pants and slippers like bunny slippers holding a glass of wine with like curlers in your hair which you have short hair so that's even more amusing no i put them in my beard i put them in your beard and then, like, someone says something that's, like, kind of out of character because, like you said, they changed mm-hmm. the game. And you're just like, that's not how they would say that! And just, like, really weird. That was going to spike. Yep. But <laughs> I just imagine that that visual of you, like, freaking out and being, like, stereotypical housewife getting into a sitcom. Replace the glass of wine with a beer and you're not too far off. <laughs> <laughs> yes! He's got the curlers! Yes. Someone Photoshop that, please. Please do. Someone find a picture of Matt Dalthorpe on the internet. <laughs> Which is kind of hard to do. You're not there's, super active on Facebook. You are on there's one a page. Few, there's a few pictures of me on Facebook, and you can find some other stuff just around, I guess. We are promoting stalking. Yep. Stalk me. I dare you. That was a bad <laughs> thing to say. <laughs> uh, All right. I'm out of stuff. Okay. Uh, I well, I mean, I kind of said what I'm going to do a lot of stuff. But uh, however, I'm I have started reading real life. Um, the Stormwatch mm-hmm. series, which I am fucking loving. Cool. Uh, so in comics, 
Mm-hmm. There's a, a kind of issue that a lot of comics have where like their heroes are the ones that are always saving the galaxy and stuff like that. Like, they're always the one. Right. They're the one saving or who has to deal with the the big threats. Right. Like, oh, the like, well, I mean, Batman's always like purely in Gotham, but like the Justice League is always like the big threats. It's like why can't just Superman do all these things, stuff like mm-hmm. that. Uh, and then Stormwatch is like we're the ones that always save the world, mm-hmm. and it's like. So you're just like every other superhero team that's always saved. That's the one saving the world. But the way they actually kind of like explain that is they have uh, one of their heroes. All of their heroes have really interesting power sets, and I'm going to get into that in a bit. Uh, one of their heroes, the projectionist, can can see, can scan all of social media and kind of uh, and can affect uh, with an A. Mm-hmm. Got it. Not effect. Affect. Can affect it. Can, if she can she can modify it okay so the way they'll do it is like if there's something happening so the, uh, in order for the word to not get out to the other superheroes like justice league and stuff like that mm-hmm. she'll change it so that nothing's happening okay um the first example and this is one of the funniest panels i think i've ever seen it, it's so simple but it's hilarious so the moon's attacking all right Let's let's just get okay, that out of the way great the, start the moon is attacking. Go comic books um <laughs> and in order th- – there's a literal – actually, I, have, I literally took a picture of it on my phone before I left because so, mm-hmm. I wanted to show this. Um, so in order for them to not have to deal with the Justice League showing up, mm-hmm. like they're like, we got to deal with this. We got to keep it quiet. Um, so it's uh, – we, uh, we need your powers to maintain our cover. The Justice League will soon notice the, the lunar energy source. Pick a villain, and she interrupts and goes, uh, and Warp Media – and warp the media to create the perception that he's doing something uh, to the moon. Got it. And the very next panel, it says, shortly, in the secret lair of the fox, which I, I, I told you about all this yesterday. You, yeah, you talked about this, but. The fox doesn't, didn't exist prior to this. This was just some bullshit little guy <laughs> that's just in a fox costume. And he's sitting in the background. There's Booster Gold holding his gauntlet like he just any. And the fox is just beat to shit. And he's like, the moon? What about the moon? <laughs> so it's just like, they were like, hey, look, this guy's doing something with the moon. And then they sent the Justice League of, uh, Justice League United, <laughs> Justice League International, and just beat the living shit out of this guy. And he's oh just like, what's goodness. going on? <laughs> oh, man. It was so funny. That's. It is very, it, it's, uh, I'm going to show you the picture of it, yeah, too. Yeah, please do. <laughs> uh, it's. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I can't really find a way to get the listeners to like find this because it's gonna be so hard. But uh, I, I do like it's it's moments like that that I really do recommend. So I'm watch. I'll edit it into the audio. There'll be like some tricky little code thing that'll just trigger the image in your brain because I know how to do that. <laughs> yep, that's a thing that people can do. See what you can do is you can you're the projectionist. Mm-hmm. You can do this. You can find it anyway. Yeah. Um, no, but post it on Facebook. Beyond on Facebook that, page, yeah, people we, check out our there Facebook we page. go. I'll do that. I'll, I'll Even get, our Twitter. I'll which... get a picture of it and I'll tweet mm-hmm. it and I'll put it on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, but even beyond that, like the, the, they have a lot of their heroes have really interesting powers. Uh, you got uh, Midnighter and Apollo, who are basically the gay Superman and Batman. Mm-hmm. Um, but Midnighter's actually like kind of cooler because he actually kills people. He's not afraid to kill people. Okay, and. Uh, he killed he killed a red lantern and then the ring just immediately went Lucas Trent you have much rage in your power like you <sighs> and he's like wait what <laughs> it's just like oh hey we got the next red lantern that'd be amazing if if uh Lucas Trent became anyway, anyway. um but uh 
he he doesn't have any like powers, but he can. He's a genius tactician because he uh that he has in some history or in some in the past like when it was just Wildstorm comics, uh he did have genetic enhancements that he could kind of see the future a little bit mm-hmm. or like think faster. Basically, think faster. He would his brain would be able to think so fast he can think of every he basically did uh Sherlock Holmes. Oh, okay. Where he would be able to conceive every well he didn't do every but he could conceive every single possibility that the fight would go mm-hmm. so that as he was like throwing a punch if the guy ducked or moved to the left he knew which he knew what to do mm-hmm. after that move he move that that quickly so okay. instead of Batman who has practiced all these things before every encounter Midnighter can play it all in his head immediately mm-hmm. and then be able to make that happen. Uh, there's a guy, uh, the, the, the city god, the god of cities. Okay. Uh, he's got like pads on his hands and feet, and he can communicate with cities. So if he's in the city, huh. he can like – and each city has kind of an embodiment of it. Uh, the few that you see I'll, – I'll get to the interesting ones too. Uh, the few that you see, you see uh, he talks to Paris – metropolis and gotham at the same time mm-hmm. paris is a lady with a french accent and he's got she's got like a robe kind of greekish robe okay um metropolis is like a businesswoman reminiscent of uh, lois lane okay and gotham is this mangled bat looking demon which is actually really appropriate for gotham sense. like it, yeah. <laughs> gotham is batman there's a, he actually kind of goes through that in batman uh-huh. he's like people are like people are asked like to describe gotham in one word and like 50 percent of the people think gotham is batman and yeah so that kind of embodies that okay one of the most interesting ones is that he's talking to this really sick guy and you find out that's chernobyl mm-hmm. oh it's uh pa- pa- papyria or whatever uh, the, papriot, I think. yeah papriot there it is uh it's it's that's that city mm-hmm. and uh He's like talking to because something happened in uh, in Chernobyl. So he's like talking to the guy, and there's two people, there's two Asian women taking care of it. Huh. And you can see half their faces are burnt, and it's Nagasaki and Hiroshima. Oh. Because they're the ones they recovered mm-hmm. from nuclear like radiation, right. and he didn't. So they're taking care of him. Oh, it's that's really clever. cool. It's really oh, interesting. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. It's really, and I'm I'm looking forward to. I'm only through volume two, mm-hmm. and it's I'm really excited to see more of like how they embody different cities. Okay, stuff like that. Cool, cool, cool. It might actually, I might steal some of those for my mm-hmm. my story about how people like are their characteristics are, or they are their personalities are characteristics of the city they're named after. Mm-hmm. Um, so I might do that with Chernobyl, but he gets like super sick or something. <laughs> Don't you hate that when that happens though? Like. You come up with this really clever idea, and then, like, six months later, you read something, and it's like... If I had a dollar for every time I wrote a song, and it turned out to be one of my dad's songs... Like, I wrote, like, a lick on guitar or something, and it turned out to be one of my dad's, I'd probably have, like, $13. (laughs) But that's a pretty significant amount if you keep writing a song, and it's already... You know, you get a comic book for that. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I think that's all of, like, the really most... Uh, Then there's Jenny Quantum, who... She's a century kid or a century kid mm-hmm. who every hundred years she's reborn and she has the powers that can that that are explained uh, to my understanding she can do it in her head she can kind of create the the physics the world's physics that exist mm-hmm. in that century okay so like uh she couldn't Weird. do she couldn't do like a certain kind of uh, messing with hyperspace or like mm-hmm. displacement of like stuff like that before someone discovered it 
Okay. So, like, as people discovered it, she would be able to mess with it. So she's, like, running oh. through all these formulas and stuff. Martian Manhunters. Man, comics are weird. <laughs> it, it, it's it's pretty fascinating. There's formulas that I actually recognize, like, going through, oh, having taken, like, physics and stuff like that. There's formulas that I actually recognize, which are interesting. F equals uh, MA. But, uh, do what? F equals MA. I remember that one. That's been around for quite a while, dude. <laughs> <laughs> she's she's pretty experienced with that one in the several – in the hundreds of years that it's been around okay uh yeah no it's really cool stormwatch is really cool uh i after i finish this one i'm actually going to kind of take a break from my new 50 new 52 quest mm -hmm. and i'm going to go seek out more of their stuff because there's okay. a midnight or an apollo uh storyline happening right now that i might mm -hmm. actually go oh preston's gonna go current what um there's a lot of wildstorm stuff in the past for midnight or an apollo i'm gonna i'm gonna pursue them a lot okay it's really interesting i like yeah I like their dynamic because they're gay superheroes. They're married and they're like adorable. They're fucking adorable together. <laughs> uh, anyway, okay, that's what I've been up to. We've been I've been right. talking about that for ten minutes. All right. Well, what has the rest of the world been up to? Look at that segue into news. That was good. I just thought of that right on the well, spot. Well, I just want to rant for a second now that I haven't ranting. Not really rant. DC, chill the fuck out. <laughs> we know DC Universe is coming. Every single day I see, like, look, this thing's coming to DC Universe. It's like, okay, fucking come out with it. And they're like, sign up for updates. And, like, I've signed up, like, three times. Mm -hmm. I've gone to the website and put my email in and clicked them. It's like, you'll get yep. email updates. I have, I have yet to receive an email from them. Wow. <laughs> I'm like, gonna, you're going to actually send the people, like, they keep updating people like on social media. It's like, hey, look at these things that are happening. Mm -hmm. Go to our website and sign up so you get notifications of when things happen. It's like, you're not telling us, like the yeah. people who actually seek out these things, anything more than you're telling literally everybody else. <laughs> What's the point? Uh, they've taken their strategy of uh, just throwing two dozen movie concepts at the internet and seeing what sticks. And now they're just like, okay, we're going to branch out into other things. Let's make a DC streaming service and throw that at the internet and see if it sticks. Well, I mean, they, uh, yeah, well, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. No, I, I get what you're saying. But, like, because they just announced recently, it's like, uh, I think it's the animated Batman animated show, mm -hmm. animated series. It's going to be, like, it's going to air for the first time in HD on the DC Universe. Sign up for our, sign up for more information. It's like. Okay, fucking um, sure. We all expected this when you were like yeah. DC Universe. So we're gonna put uh, everything on. It's like, all right. So we're probably gonna get like Justice League, Batman animated series was like yeah. number one or two on everybody's list of what yep. they were expecting to be on there. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> because it's like the biggest one. Yeah. Um, but I don't know if we talked about the actually the announcement of what DC Universe is yet. Yeah, we did because there was the whole Swamp Thing thing and. No, but like, have you not seen like the actual trailer? Oh no! I they released seen an actual, actual trailer. trailer. Apparently, it's more than that. It's more than just like a streaming service. There's actually mm -hmm. like you can get you can buy the comics through there. You can mm -hmm. buy like there's a whole bunch of merch. You can connect with like uh, other people on it. It's like more okay. like a social social smorgasbord of everything that well. you can do on the internet. Basically, okay. They've got shopping. They've got the streaming service. They've got connect like social media kind of thing. They've got huh. uh. And there was another thing. <laughs> I can't remember what it was. <laughs> but no, it, it's more than just like Netflix, but DC only. It's okay. a lot more than that. So That's probably good. They yeah. <laughs> probably would not be able to survive nope. as to being just a niche streaming service. Nope, so. would not. So 
hey, at least someone in DC knows what they're doing. The writers fucking know what they're doing. <laughs> Don't spew that shit. God, have you seen like the stuff that they've been doing with Man of Steel with Brian Michael Bendis? I have not. It looks really cool. But they've I'm, had a lot of cool shit. It's a good name, so. Yeah, he is. He's yeah. a very good writer, and apparently the, the oh, and apparently there's like really good anyway. Anyway, <laughs> I really want to read the current comics. I gotta get yep. through this new 52 thing. What else has the world been up to, Matthew? Well, speaking of DC, so we know for sure that the next three movies coming out are we got Aquaman this year, yep. and then Shazam next year, mm-hmm. right? And then Wonder Woman two, either also next year or 2020. I don't remember the date. Pro- I think date. it's next year. I think it's late 19. It's late 2019. That sounds right. Because uh, they're then, filming now, and it usually doesn't take like two years to film. Right, and I mean, even with the editing and effects yeah. work, it'll yeah. probably be late next year. I'm not gonna bother looking it up. Yeah. Uh, but apparently, <laughs> the next one after that they're looking at is Birds of Prey. That seems like it's officially on the slate now. Okay, <laughs> I went through like six emotions with that. My first one was like very irritated, uh-huh. like very very irritated. <laughs> I could put the right right emphasis on the right syllables. Yep. There we go. Yeah, you could. I was very irritated, but my second emotion was really excited because I love the Birds of Prey. Mm-hmm. And my third was concerned that they're going to get a male director. No, they have. Remember, we talked about the Kathy Ann attached. Oh, yeah. that's Well, I mean, like, back to my irritated, like, all right. Th- this just feels like another one of those throw it at the internet and see what sticks. Yeah, except, it, like, they're actually starting to get it worked on. Like, apparently they have a script and... Okay. Director signed on, and Margot Robbie's excited about it. So okay. it looks like it's actually. Gonna Need I remind you of Nightwing? They didn't even have like a Nightwing. I got kind of sad. <laughs> they had the script. Yeah. He wrote the script. But he also... was done with the script. <laughs> and they were casting. Yeah, but also he had a short there was, list. There was a conflict. There was a conflict. There. Yeah, it was fucking Paramount going, hey, we want a goddamn Dungeons and Dragons movie that <laughs> defeats the entire purpose of Dungeons yeah. and fucking Dragons. Oh, there it is. There's the anger There's for the, the past several days coming out. <laughs> Stealing my Nightwing movie. Uh, God, the rage. Anyway. Anyway. So Birds of Prey. Better do it right. Yep. Otherwise, if they don't do it right, then we're going to end up with just a... Like a Kill Bill, but like ten times sexier and thirty time or thirty and one thirtieth of like the violence. Doesn't sound terrible. It it does. <laughs> <laughs> oh, also like less better, not as good writing. Yeah. I, that's what I'm concerned about. This movie is that like they're just gonna make it like even even if it is a female writer and female director. Like I'm concerned that the studio is gonna be like, hey, our nerdy audience is like mostly males. Put them in their comic accurate suits <laughs> where there's just boobs and curves and stuff. And it's just like, yep. okay, well, that's appealing to look at. Like, as, you know, as a dude, like, you know, it's you're not going to debate that. Like, I can't deny my it's instincts. Hot. But then when you think of it, like, ra- like, rationally, it's like, that's impractical. That's defeating the entire purpose. Like, that's focusing all of her character development on her body, basically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, <laughs> fucking, yeah. Yeah. I'm not a girl. Maybe we should have... It has been requested that Sean be on an episode. Mm-hmm. Also, I should probably tell Sean that it's been requested. <laughs> She'll hear it here. Well, it's on the internet now. Um, not yet. No. Now it now it is. In in our future, it is. But in the people listening, anyway. Timelines are confusing. Maybe we'll do an episode on that. Yeah. Like female comic book stuff. Mm-hmm. I'll get to read comics. Ugh. 
Anyway, what else has the world been up to, Matt? Uh, well, the world killed off Steve Ditko. Oh. Which is not cool of it. Uh huh. Isn't he the guy that did like? Isn't he an artist? Uh, artist and writer. Yeah. What he, else has he done? I, I... He basically created Doctor Strange. He was one of the at least one of the creative forces behind Spider Man. Um, he did some DC characters that I'm gonna forget. Uh, the Question, Hawk and Dove. Not like so, huge characters. Yeah. But... So some of the most underrated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. No, he's he's supposedly really good. I haven't really read any stuff that he's been involved. He's behind in, the but... Question, really. Apparently. Interesting. That's what I read 10 minutes ago. The question is pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. But he died, so That's we don't get his stuff anymore. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Because <laughs> that's what the whole – that's what everyone cares about when someone dies is – well, what they – I've had a really long week. Some of <laughs> the things tell. I'm going to say in this episode are just going to be like either trailed off or something that makes no sense, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to listen back to this and just be like, I was insane. <laughs> Well, I mean, that's kind of our normal MO anyway, so. This is going to be more we'll so. We'll just roll with the flow. Yep. Yep. Uh, <laughs> speaking of dying, uh, Star Wars? For the sake of people that listen and can't actually see us, I just did like a really confused face. <laughs> I have no idea what's going on. Understandably so. Uh, so a couple weeks ago, we talked about how there was this whole harassment campaign against Kelly Marie Tran, and I meant, went on a mini rant about how don't be mean to people if you don't like the oh yeah the yep. movies yep. and that this sort of behavior by fans is going to scare smart creative talented individuals away from star wars and chris mccrory who directed mission impossible 5 and is directing bam, the bam, upcoming bam, bam, bam. mission impossible fallout which looks great and we will be reviewing later this month keep your ears peeled for that uh he <laughs> don't actually peel Preston. your ears Unless you got sunburned and now your ears peeling. Yeah, then peel your ears. Yeah, get that dead skin out of there. Uh, Anyway, he came out and said in an interview earlier this week that he has been, quote, cured of wanting to do a Star Wars movie because of the fan backlash. There you go. There you go, you fucking dickheads. He was a guy that was in at least some relatively serious talks to direct a Star Wars movie at some point, and judging by his work on Mission Impossible 5 and what the trailer looks like for Mission Impossible 6, he'd probably be a pretty good choice. But he's been scared off now. See, the problem with the world is the people that are this close-minded and this bad, (laughs) just overarchingly bad, are not the ones who are going to realize that this is a huge consequence. They're not. Maybe they're not even going to hear about this. Yeah, they're not going to like care. Be like, oh, there's more. It's like, no, but you don't understand. It's the principle of the thing. Right. That you literally scared a person who is talented away from doing a movie mm-hmm. so what you're going to get left with is people that don't want to do these movies and get shit movies and can, can t- and yep. maybe continue doing the things that you hate yeah yeah fucking idiots yeah You'll- nearsighted tunnel vision cocksuckers <laughs> hey preston's got his rant out on the same subject as ah, <laughs> i'm so angry today <laughs> yeah um because i think that this is probably what this is going to lead to is just having to recruit like first-time directors which sure that can work out but it's also like a huge crapshoot you have no idea who you're gonna get and i think you're gonna get a lot of low quality stuff because you're gonna get people that are just kind of desperate for the shot not as many creative interested people that are not willing to face what the franchise backlash. just came out and that said they weren't going to be using uh unknowns anymore was it dc or was it marvel no, Marvel wouldn't do that because some of their most successful <laughs> movies are from unknowns. Uh, 
like the Russo brothers and not unknowns, but people who hadn't done like who aren't like yeah, not J- like, J- not J- like household and, names. Yeah. yeah. Um, who was that? Yeah, someone from that did that. I feel like it's DC because DC would do something like that. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Star Wars. That's who it was. Was it really? Yeah, because they they said that they were no longer going to hire uh, non-established directors. Okay. Well, their giant slate of movies, I say sarcastically, <laughs> is gonna uh, what uh, they they have all of their movies that they're planning on right now mm-hmm. chosen. What what was the point of this? Is it because of the Ryan Johnson thing? Um, I don't think so because Ryan Johnson was reasonably established. I think it's uh, or at least the the general Where are they thinking running from. General thinking is that it's the Lord and Miller situation that they were oh, that's less right. known and they oh my god I completely forgot botched. Solo happened yep <laughs> that shows you oh that, my god that, that shows, shows you something. it's not memorable yeah the the way someone someone asked online uh, what people were gonna remember Solo as in ten years and I was like this is gonna be the one that our kids are gonna grow up and they're gonna be like there's a movie that's about young Han Solo and you never told me about it and I'll be like Sonny, I forgot that movie existed. Yeah. Yeah, that's not that's that's a movie that I mean, if our if our Boba Fett theory happens, mm-hmm. then I'll remember that movie. Yeah. Because we called a theory from day one yep. after that movie that was correct. <laughs> Still waiting on the Avengers four theory. Yep. We'll see. Well we'll see. Yep. Anyway. Speaking of Avengers 4, Jared Leto's playing Morbius the Living Vampire in the ever-expanding Sony Villainiverse. Okay. Which is apparently still a thing. I still feel like the whole world is just doing what DC's doing now, where they're just throwing shit and seeing what sticks. Hey, Jared Leto is kind of interesting. Let's see if we can put him in an interesting role. (laughs) Yeah. It's like they're not, they're they're not like dedicating, they're not like making him like Green Goblin or something that's like, you, you chase like other people away from that role. It's like. Let's put him in, was it Morbius? Morbius. Let's put him in Morbius, which is a weird sounding name and is very close to Mobius, but. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, because no one will remember. It's like, oh, hey, if this doesn't happen, then no one's going to remember. Hey, that one time we did Morbius. Yep. Well, they got a handful of these that they've been tossing around and Venom's currently the only one that's really doing anything at all. So my, my guess is that they'll wait and see kind of how Venom turns out and then work from there. Yeah. It's possible that this is really good news, that they're really excited about how Venom's going, like, behind the scenes. They think, this is going to be good, this is going to be a hit, we should do something to sort of continue this. Hey, remember that one time when uh, Batman vs. Superman, or uh, when uh, Man of Steel went really well, and then we got Batman vs. Superman because they thought they were going really well, so they were like, let's continue this? <laughs> I do remember that. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when movies think their movie is going to go well, so they continue to make movies and they just turn out shit? <laughs> yeah. Uh, People should put more time into their art. <laughs> yeah, probably. Well, no. Okay, I'm not going to say mean, they don't put time into their art. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to say they need to commit to one thing or another. Yeah. And studios need to back the fuck up and let their artists do the yeah, work. Yeah, let your creative people be creative. Like, you can't have, like, a like a Patreon or a, 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 a Patreon? Pat- uh, pat- pat- Patreon Kickstarter? One of those things? No, no. I'm thinking the actual person from, like, the old days. Oh. You have, like, an artist. Patron. patron. There it is. I knew Patreon was close to it. <laughs> uh, you wouldn't have a patron go, like, 
paint me a uh, paint me as Leonardo da Vinci. Paint me a a painting. Yep. And then what am I doing? It's Sean Connery. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then he starts drawing, and you're like, make it this, and it's just like, yeah. It was like he's like drawing like the Mona Lisa, and it's just like. Make it a make it a boy. And you're like, what, dude, what? <laughs> it's half done. Yeah. There's boobs. <laughs> yep. <laughs> she, oh, she doesn't have boobs. She's in a robe. I don't know. But you no. get my point. I get your point. Yeah. Like patrons, just let the artists do their work, and you'll get good movies. Yeah. God damn it, man. My rants today. Yep. We're at what, like four rants today so far. Something like that. <laughs> yeah. No. Look at look at what happens when they trusted uh, people like Taika Waititi to just do just his do own a movie. movie. Just make a Thor Ragnarok. Explain where he's been, and then he just goes, "Okay, I'm gonna throw in a two minute little monologue of what he's been doing, and just kind of have fun with it." Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. fucking great. It's a it's a great movie. They're it's like, one of the best movies in the MCU. Yeah, easily. Yeah, and it's because they let a crazy creative man do his crazy and creative things. Yep. So there's that. Uh, there was also a new Predator trailer, which apparently spoiled the entire movie. Oh, but, I'm gonna avoid that then. Yeah, I mean, I'm not super invested in the franchise, so. I need to go back and look at, watch them. I have never actually seen any of them. I think that I would like them very much. Seems like the sort of thing I'd get, I'd like, but yeah. The Alien or Predator movies are, seem very much like a lot of video games for me. It's like, oh hey, I knew that game was out, never got to it. Seems like it's mm-hmm. a movie that I like, or a game that I like. Have you seen any of the Alien movies? I saw the first one. Okay, first one's a good. And one. Uh, in the scene, I was leaning back. I had like a recliner, and mm-hmm. I was like kind of leaning on the chair, on like to the right, mm-hmm. on the in the scene where she's in the duct and she turns around and then it's there. Uh-huh. I literally fell out of my seat. Yeah, I like flipped and just like <laughs> went fully. Back. And my dad watched it happen and was just laughing at me. <laughs> That's pretty great. Yep, yep, yep. Man, we are like thirty-five minutes in. Okay, how much great. news we got? Uh, I'm out of news. Uh, Nick Cage is in fucking Into the Spider-Verse as... Oh, yeah. Something. Something. Black Spider-Man or something, but not... Spider-Man Noir. That guy, yeah. Yeah. I don't know who that is. But it's but... not It's not like Black Suit Spider-Man, and it's not like African-American Spider-Man. Oh, was, it's like a I different saying, Black Spider-Man. I don't, I don't know who this... Mick... Mick Box? Is that what Mick, you said? Mick Box? <laughs> what? Nick... Nick Box? Nick Fury? Mick Cage? Nick Fury. Yes. Nick Fury is That's in. That's who it is. Yeah. Nick Fury is in. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Speaking of which, they're de-aging Samuel L. Jackson for the entire Captain Marvel we movie. We didn't talk about this in the Ant-Man movie. The two de-agings at the very beginning of the mm-hmm. movie were really good. Yeah. I was looking hard for weirdness. Yeah. There was none. I think it, it kind of seems like almost like they've been testing all this de-aging stuff just to see if they could they get away with it. They do an 80s movie, yeah. And also, like, it's all, they're only de-aging him 20 years, and... It's Sam Jackson. He's kind of ageless. Yeah. So, <laughs> how old is he? Like fifty something. I think he's much older than that. No way. He's above sixty. I'm saying late fifties. I'm saying fifty-eight. I'm saying closer to seventy. What? Come on, come on, come on. Sixty-nine. What? <laughs> that is nonsense. Uh. That is crazy. Yeah. That dude is. Six to nine years old. Yep. Motherfucker. Appropriate because it's my exactly. Mike, I almost said that's Michael what he Jackson. Says, yeah. Exactly. Okay. Are we done with news? I'm I'm done with news. We should we I'm should really like we're at forty minutes. Okay. <laughs> well, I don't have a ton of stuff for this episode. Neither do I. It'll be interesting kinda, though. You're kind of wing it. So we're finally doing our how to survive a movie episode. <laughs> this movie. This episode of Cursed. Yeah. <laughs> Which actually explains a lot about everything so far. Yeah. So. 
but it, we're actually doing it. So this is an episode about how to survive a movie. We're going to do it kind of – I guess we'll, we'll structure it as like a like an actual like tips on how to actually survive a movie instead of like explaining tropes. Pro tip number one, if you're at the movie theater, don't talk because I will strangle you from behind. <laughs> Pro tip number two, uh, if you cut me off in a lane, I will be very upset. That's Pro not, tip number three. <laughs> that's not a movie. What does that have to do with movies? Okay. So – uh, so what are some things that are just definitely 100% going to get you one. killed in a movie? Number one, never go off alone. Yep. <laughs> never go off alone. It, it doesn't Let's even like matter up. what fucking movie it is. Even <laughs> if it's not a movie that everyone's going to die, don't go off alone. Yeah. If it's dark, if it's raining, if there's music, if you just hear music, don't go off alone. <laughs> if you're sitting in a Jeep and all of a sudden you hear the rumble, rumble of an approaching the Taranis, rundle, The rundle. The <laughs> rundle. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what sound a rundle is, but I'm imagining a Tyrannosaurus so rundling. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, this is bad. This okay. is really bad. Anyway. If you're sitting in a Jeep and it's dark and it's raining and you hear the rumbling th- footsteps of a Tyrannosaurus approaching, don't get up and go and run and hide in a toilet all alone. <laughs> that is a certain way to death, especially if you're kind of a sleazy, weak secondary character. <laughs> <laughs> getting so specific. <laughs> getting very specific. But that is that is rule number one of every yep. – uh, we'll kind of go with general horror movies. So, like, rule number one okay. is never go off alone. Yep. Also, don't be black if you're in a horror movie. <laughs> Although, uh, Night of the Living Dead totally reverses that. Like, the original OG zombie movie. Really? Yeah, the black guy survives the whole time until oh, he gets shot in the last 30 seconds. It's a uh, brutal ending. And I just spoiled it. Damn it. <laughs> See, like, I didn't really, I wouldn't really process that it got spoiled until you said spoil it. Because, like, now I'm going to think about it, but I never would have remembered what you said. But now I'm going to. Thanks, Matt! It's okay. I'll probably never watch the movie. Yeah. Uh, I guess number two would be don't have sex. Yeah. I was reading something about this, about how our uh, repressed Puritan values make us kill off people who have sex too much they kind of they actually kind of make a joke about that in cabin in the woods yeah they like have the virgin survive right and like at the very end it's like they determine if they need to kill her or not right and it's like she's satisfied don't kill or they're satisfied don't kill the virgin and then mm-hmm. the hand comes through the world yep <laughs> that's a <laughs> good movie. so weird at the end <laughs> uh matt what are your other specific- i've got multiple but oh yes i've got a few um number three never be an old mentor to the young hero who's trying to find his way yeah, no, you're gonna die. Yeah, yeah. If you're the if you're the Obi Wan type, uh, other examples, which are the Qui Gon type, let's say. Although that's I guess <laughs> so kind of Star Wars. The Obi Wan type. Uh, Gandalf dies, albeit comes back. Yeah, that's true. Um, okay, Yinsen from the first Iron Man. Dumbledore. He's the guy who, yep, Dumbledore. Uh, who else is there? Odin. Well, he's not the mentor. He's just the dad. Yeah, but it is sort of. Also, spoiler alert for a movie that came out earlier this year, last year. Last year. Quick. Nine months ago. Uh, what other franchises are there? Um, many other franchises. I think we've got kind yeah. of just point. Of it. Point is, don't like, mentor the hero. Right. If it's, you see a hero and it's like a budding hero, just mm-hmm. fucking let him go. Brom from Aragon. There we go. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, I think oh. those movies deserve a great, or those books deserve a great adaptation, and not the piece of crap we got. Anyone that mentors uh, Arya in Game of Thrones. <laughs> Just don't cross paths with Arya. <laughs> oh, just wait. You haven't even gotten into her, like, actually starting to go murder crazy Okay, yet. good. <laughs> um, so, yeah, don't be yeah. a mentor. So that was number four, right? Or is that number three? I don't remember the number. I think we're at no- okay, I think okay. next. Number four. This is my favorite one. Never 
tell your child that they're not going to let them you're not going to let them take you away. Yep. It's a great way for them to get taken away and for you to get brutally slain in front of them. Number 4B, never tell your child that you're not going to let them take them away mm. because then the child will die. Yes. <laughs> so if the, if if you're if you're having a conversation with someone, mm-hmm. with your child or with anybody and they say are they? Are you gonna get taken away? Just in the conversation, just be like, "Well, oh, look, a taxi," and then run off. <laughs> You're at your grandparents' house with your child, and there's like a bowl of M and M's, and then all of a sudden the grandparents come in and they're gonna take it away. Then, uh, and and the boy asks you, "But don't don't let them take them away. Don't say, I'm not gonna let them take them away." That was really convoluted. That was very. It made convoluted. more sense in my head. When I could actually play it out as like a little scene. Yeah, I got the That'd scene be... in my head, but it was also a very large stretch for a very small payoff. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be much funnier if we could insert a little sketch, like with actors and stuff. We'll put things in YouTube. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that eventually uh, once we start getting a budget. Yep. Um. So that was number four. Number five. Uh. Don't. Do things in the rain. Are you allowed to kiss people in the rain? All of the notebook. Well, I mean, uh, huh? Did those people die? I yeah. never saw the notebook. Yeah, they did. They had cancer. Also, oh no, okay. there we go. Number five, don't have cancer. What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that works. Um, um, what else is there? You... Don't star in a prequel if you're not in the sequel. There you go. Cough, cough, Rogue One. Cough, cough. Uh, actually, Solo has survivors. That's true, but that's probably going to have sequels that are also still prequels. Yes. So, for You're example, convoluted. For example, Mace Windu survives the first two Star Wars prequels. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And probably not in the third one. Oh man, there's Although so he I... insists that he's still alive. I had so many more. You might have to do a little editing while I think of more. Okay. Oh wait, hang on. No, I have a list. I have notes on this oh, one. Perfect. What in the meantime, while you're looking up your notes, I'll say never be the person who doesn't believe in the monster. Oh yes. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> You'll have your little sense of comeuppance about three milliseconds be before your brains are in seven different places. Beautiful dramatic irony. Like <laughs> the alien will yank you from the through the ceiling or the shark will jump out of the water and munch your face off. Oh. And it'll be great. Okay. So we're, oh, what, I think this is number seven? Something like that. All right. Let's just say it's number seven. All right. Number eight. Number seven. Number Here six. We go. Who fucking knows? Number seven. Don't walk along a street with alleys. Oh, Yes. Because if you're walking along and you're passing alley after alley, you're going to get yoinked. Yep. Like, call, I call it – that's a foreshadowing thing. In fairness, it does depend on the camera angle. If it's, like, tracking sideways with you or, like, you're watching from the side, if you can see down the alley. If the camera can't see down the alley, right. don't walk down if the it's, If it's in front or behind you, that person's yeah. getting yoinked. Also, don't walk through an alley. Yeah. If it's got a dead end, there's three people behind you. Yep. Without a doubt, there yep. are three – it's almost always three. It's three or it's Usually. one at the very end of the alley. Unless you're in Watchmen and you're suffering from ED <laughs> and you want to get into a fight, then it's like a dozen people that you can yeah. beat up and break all their but bones. But yeah, that's always the thing, though. Like, you're always like – I see this multiple times. So if you walk down an alley, there's either going to be three people right behind you. Like, yep. it'll pan around and they're fully lit, fully lit. Like, you know who they are. That One of them's undoubtedly batting a bat on their hand. Mm-hmm. Or there's one person with a cloak at the very end of the alley – Mm-hmm. And it's only silhouetted by a flash of lightning or something. Right. So never walk down an alley. Yep. Number eight or nine or seven. Whichever we're on. <laughs> uh, don't let the camera rotate 
with you when you turn. Yes. So if you're turning, okay. So so picture this. Uh, picture this. If you're turning and the camera's kind of like, uh, ro- like revolving around you, mm-hmm. you're gonna turn so that there's a person behind you suddenly. Oh yes. Um, or a dinosaur. Huh? Or a dinosaur. Yes. Uh, that that is undoubted. Just don't turn. But at the same time, be aware of your entire surroundings. Because there's yeah. multiple times in Fallen Kingdom, I love this device they do, where there's a character that's kind of doing something in the foreground looking sort of towards the camera, and then in the background, briefly illuminated, is a dinosaur sneaking up on them, and they can't tell. Here's the thing. If you're not aware of your surroundings, don't rapidly become aware of your surroundings. Because mm-hmm. they'll never do that, they'll, or they'll always do that. With any killer or dinosaur, if they're, like, distracted doing something, right before they die, they usually become aware of the thing and go, ah! Yep. So just, if you're if you're oblivious, stay fucking oblivious. Because <laughs> almost all killers love that tension. Love oh, that yes. juicy little bit of tension. Oh, they're like, yeah. hell, they know they're going to die! They're going to milk that death for the audience. Yep. So don't <laughs> become aware of the of the killer. Yes. All, all killers are showmen, so make your situation as unshowy as possible. There you go. There we go. Yeah. We've solved it. It's a cure-all rule. Yep. Number 10. <laughs> Number 10, 9, or 7, or 6, 10. or 8, or 14. <laughs> uh, never test prototypes that haven't been tested before. Counterexample, Iron Man. Except he's a protagonist. He made the so. prototype. That's true. Never never, never be like, have a thing, or there be a thing, and you're like, oh, gotta do this thing. And then you're like, that'll work. And then a scientist goes, that's just a prototype that's never t- been tested before. You're going to die or lose an arm at least. See, I, I thought the reverse. I thought this was the sort of thing that, A, either gives you superpowers and turns you into a supervillain. Like, you're like, I'm going to test this super serum and it's going to give me powers. Um, and then it turns you into abomination or well, a red no. skull. It, that's different because there isn't a person that says... It's a prototype that's never been tested before. The ones that have been said, mm-hmm. that is said about, die. And that happens okay. in multiple occasions. Oh, there's a movie I watched recently. Oh, uh, Howard the Duck huh. has it. I think, actually, no, he doesn't die, but he gets blown mm-hmm. away. Um, but, yeah, no, if, if, there's, if you have a thing and you're just like, this will work, and then there's a scientist like, that's a prototype that's never been tested before. You're gonna, it's going to blow up. It's, gonna okay. be, it's never going to work because prototypes – never work because apparently scientists don't know how to get their math right the first time yep i'd say that applies mostly just to side characters because if it's the main character they'll be well, like yeah, i'll take the risk all of these apply yeah like well not all of them like well yeah if, if it's a main character in a horror movie they're probably gonna die yeah probably um number number the end be jamie lee curtis <laughs> <laughs> that's how you survive that works oh wait no be jamie okay be jamie lee curtis mm-hmm. be jeff goldblum mm-hmm. be uh anyone else in a sean bean movie (laughs) (laughs) well okay not necessarily the case uh be jason statham oh yeah because and the one the reason that i I connected those two is because death race Uh uh, or death race 3 i think is the one that it's the prequel to death match I wouldn't something. know. I don't think I've seen any of those. I've seen all three. They're actually kind of amusing. They're they're this, terribly written, but it, it, you don't watch the movie for the. Pl- it's they one seem of the, like the sort of just fun blow up stuff. Yeah, things. exactly. Um, it's always it's also funny to watch the TV edits of them uh-huh. where they're like super vulgar, but it's like you're, you're like son of a bitch, and then it goes like son of a gun. <laughs> 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 it's just like a really poorly subbed over. Yippee ki yay, Mister Falcon. <laughs> 
Did that happen? That's a, I think that's the legit one that usually gets played on TV for Die Hard. Oh, that is amazing. Um, uh, but in that one, Sean Bean was like the the president or whatever of the of the death race thing, and he he died. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, so does everyone else, right? Except for Jason Statham. Yep. Who is Frankenstein? Yep. Uh, who other constant survivors of video ga- or horror movies? Uh, are there sort of generalized character archetypes that always survive? Not, I mean, the people that aren't stupid enough to go off alone, or like the, uh, B, oh shit, uh, B Anna Ferris. Oh yeah? <laughs> she survives all the scary movie ones. Yeah. Uh, um, be the sort of character that the writer clearly is really attached to because they're so fun, like a Tyrion or an Arya. Yeah. Someone like that. That'll get you a ways. Although Game of Thrones, admittedly, will kill off your favorite characters as soon as it writes them on the screen. But Until you get to the sixth season where there's plot plot armor. Seven. According to you. Seventh Seven? season. Seventh season, I think, is when the plot armor really starts kicking in. So it's just one season. That's different. I was thinking it's like five, six, and seven all have plot armor. It's like that's a long time. Then I mean, it starts getting there, but like you don't really feel it until probably. What if they're six, doing this? What if they're giving six. you this sense of plot armor so that in eight, in season eight, like day one, they just fucking off everybody, and it's just like That'd be fun. It's just like <laughs> Bran and the Night Witch or the Night King. <laughs> <laughs> what makes you think Bran's still alive at the end of season seven? Because I've seen a picture of him. Yeah, that's boring. <laughs> Also, because people, t- because you literally told me that it just becomes a battle between Bran and, oh no, I so I've, I've heard that. that I've heard it. Okay, that, like his supernatural powers or whatever. Okay, that I'm just now discovering. I think. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Um. Be the villain. No. Mm, no. Be the villain if you want to die. Yeah. Don't be the villain. Don't be the villain. Don't be <laughs> or, a dick. <laughs> how about how about this though? If you want to survive, be a villain who is like actively suicidal. A la Zemo. Oh yeah. Try to if you're the villain, try to kill yourself at the end. Yep. Because the hero will save you. Black Panther will grab the bullet or something. Yep. Um I think that's it. I don't really have any more. I'm sure there are literally hundreds more. I've, oh, absolutely. I've spent the week kind of trawling through TV tropes looking at they have like a a a little algorithm of how often characters survive and you can plug in like their their age and their ethnicity and their gender and their sexual orientation and their role within the story and uh just like a dozen other variables and then it'll tell you like how likely they are to die interesting yeah so i kind of glanced through that and there's hundreds of stuff like that okay but we nailed some of the big ones i think all right so that's how to survive a movie Yep. You ever find yourself being filmed, like someone just puts a, just has a video camera and they just start filming you? Uh, uh, first action is to call the police. Yep, that seems like a priority. <laughs> <laughs> and then the second action is to do all of the following, yes. or all of the yes. aforementioned. You you must become Jamie Lee Curtis. You must believe in your soul, truly, deeply, that you are Jamie Lee Curtis. Or become Lindsay Lohan so that you can become Jamie Lee Curtis. Uh, in Freaky Friday. Okay. This is true. This is. Bring so if, it all if it's like a Thursday night and someone starts videotaping, just become Lindsay Lohan. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Even though Freaky Friday takes place over like two days or something. Something like that. Pretty sure. It's like a freaky, freaky weekend. I think it's just a day. Is it really? Pretty sure. It's been about 10 years since I've seen that movie. Yeah, me too. 
All right, we should call it. Yeah. Shall we? We shall. Thanks for listening to this cursed episode. If your ears start bleeding and the walls start writing 666 in that very blood, then call an exorcist. If the walls start writing 666 in blood on their own, then that's just normal. That's kind of how life works, I guess. So don't worry about that. Uh, You can find us on SoundCloud and iTunes, where we promise that most of our episodes aren't this cursed. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook or Twitter or Gmail. We're at justicelosierspod at gmail.com and at justicelosierspod on Twitter. And I think just Justice Losers on Facebook. Yeah. Not really an at thing that I can say for that. Uh, so hit us up there if you have more interesting tropes for people who always die or always survive that we definitely forgot about because, like I said, there are literally hundreds. Uh, if you have ideas for stuff for us to talk about in future episodes, please do. Oh, what's our next episode? Next week we're talking dystopian movies and TV shows and stuff to that effect. So if you have favorite dystopian property that you want us to talk about, mention it on one or all of those mediums and we will maybe take a look. Although there's just two one of us and we have a week. One or all. You can't, choose, you can't pick and no, choose. No, you can't it's do two. It's either one yeah. or every single one. Yeah, you have to, you have to commit. Like... If you put it, if I see it on Facebook and Twitter, there had better be an email in an inbox. There'd better be a SoundCloud comment. There'd better be an iTunes review. There'd better be a pigeon delivering the scroll to, to my house. There'd better be at least one letter in both of our mailboxes. How many pigeons do you have out there? Like, that's how, do I like? Do I own personally? That's, that's, that's how the pigeons work. Right. If you have a pigeon that's native to a place and you send it to other places, they'll fly home. About a half dozen. One, okay. One per viewer. Okay. <laughs> Listener. <laughs> Uh, anyway, I think I've probably done all the things, so thanks for listening. Bye. Bye, bye, bye. Oh, shit, I just did three. I'm so sorry. It's okay, (laughs) I got a good one in there.